Hello, my name is Bill. His name is Alan. This is a very challenging anime. Uh, but this is just warning up top that Darwin's game, I would say, was PG-13. Yes. Uh, this is this is not just rated R. This is rated... This is NC-17 uh, material. X. Oh, triple X? This is triple BMX. X? This is BM triple X racing. Okay. And if you're still listening, one of the things that happens is somebody eats out a woman on screen. Yes. Right? Yes. There's a lot of... There's rape. There's, there's a rape. lot of rape. There's Trigger rape. warning, all. All. Trigger so, warning, tri- every possible warning. There's violence, there's rape. Yeah. This Slavery. is basically the yeah. plot of Duraku, the animation, uh, if I'm saying that correctly, which I'm not, is basically, imagine every NTR manga plot happening simultaneously. They all happen at once. It's, They're all just sort of especially, happening. Especially the bondage ones. And all the dirty old bastard shit. Yeah, yeah no, everything. Everything's here. Everything. First, everything that first, you've ever yeah. seen. First three everything, episodes. Everything, everything the creepiest guy you know has ever jerked off to is what this show anime is about. Yeah. I don't even know where to begin, but I. So yeah. we're gonna have to. We're do gonna have here to begin with the beginning, but like, yeah. We're going to have to begin with the beginning, but the problem is the beginning of this show is not a beginning. It's not. It is it's a completely a complete unrelated scene. That it begins with uh, the main character, uh, who is a wo- who's a woman whose name I already forgot. No, do, do, you um, forgot the or, beginning of the beginning that was unrelated to the beginning of the beginning. That's unrelated no, to the I am not. But she was that. She was there. She was. She was at. She was at the. Co- she was at the bar. Yeah, she was at the bar, and then there's the, there's the, like four the people card, at a table. The card game bar. Yeah, they're at the card game table, and then someone wins. I assume they're playing like uh, that king game that's in Persona Four. I just thought uh, they're gonna be like playing po- poker or blackjack. You can like one of the guys wins, and it's like, oh, you can command her to do anything. Just don't do anything weird like kissing. And then he goes, "Have sex with me," and then the girl just robotically says yes. And then we go into the OP, which is like a fairly generic shitty it's OP. A fair, it's a fair, it's really it's generic the, shitty OP. It, it doesn't fit with the like show With all the all. characters. Yeah, all the characters are spoiled again every time. The only thing that's interesting to me is the girl who agrees to have sex with the random dude yeah. after he wins a card game is in the OP and ED, but has not appeared in the first three episodes. Yes. So then after that, we enter into what we discuss is in the mal description. We were at, was it Backdonald's? We were at Backdonald's. Yes, this is Backdonald's. We keep, yeah, we not, went to Backdonald's. Not Wickdonald's, Backdonald's, its main rival. If only they would back down Donald's yeah. on this entire premise. They really needed but to. But they yeah. do not. Yet, so we have two girls. Uh, one of them is main character. She is sort of cool and disinterested. And then we have... Uh, then we have uh, like one a who does not appear in any other episode. Yeah, this is this is intro girl. Yeah. Intro girl is like, oh, my boyfriend dumped me for a man. Yeah, so and they, right off the, right really, the bat, homophobia. I would say biphobia. Biphobia is where we're yeah, biphobia, homophobia, po- potential for homophobia. I will say, though, I don't think it's homophobic if someone steals your man, if you're mad at them, regardless of gender. Yeah. But they do kind of frame it in a they weird frame way. It, they frame it that it's worse movie. that it's a guy, which is why it's biphobia. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah. And so uh, the main character is apparently interested in this and wants to meet meet the boyfriend. Yes. And the uh, the ex-boyfriend and his new boyfriend. Yes. Wh- and they agree to it. They agree to this. Which is insane it's to me. It's utterly insane. It's like, at best, they're going to like, 
yell at you. At worst, they're going to physically beat you up. You? Why would you meet your ex-girlfriend's friend to justify your breakup? Yeah. This makes very little sense. It makes no sense. But we're not, we not done making little sense. Then the main character arrives, and he, she quickly deduces that the two men are not gay. Yeah, she, her gaydar she, is gaydar is on point. So she doesn't believe it, and so she's like, "Make out," and they're like giving, they're being evasive, and they're like, "Oh, well, you wouldn't make out, huh?" And then she, she makes does. out she with does. her friend, her female friend, yeah, just like right there, because right her fuck the ex girlfriend showed up to this meeting as well. Yeah, very unclear. It makes why. no makes no sense. And so then uh, the ex boyfriend is like, "Hey, uh, you're really smart." Can, can you tell me what those two people's relationship is? And then the the main character quickly deduces that they met online, and now uh, they're not that in, like one of them is not as into the one as the other one is. Yeah, which is very easy to tell because they clearly are both dressed for a date, and one of them is fat and ugly. Yes. It's like, I could have figured it out. I could have figured out that she was upset with her blind date. Did you seriously, like, her, the, oh, is it father, daughter? Is it, if you have to ask whether it's father, daughter, or it's are not they a dating, good date. it's not dating. Yeah. The father, daughter one is the, almost the only thing that makes sense, but they were clearly on a date. Yeah. You don't, you don't take your daughter to a bar. Yeah. I mean, not dressed like that. You not know just I mean? like that. Not just like that. Like, you, you can take your daughter to a bar. Clothes. Yeah, no, it's very clearly a date. This is not hard to figure and out. And I think he, then, I think he um, had a fedora. Um, he had a fedora. Yeah. He's basically like the most generic, fat, ugly bastard yeah. you can imagine. And so then uh, this impresses the ex-boyfriend. Ex-boyfriend's like, main character, you're very smart. I will tell you what, what's going on, but you alone. You alone. Which yeah. is such a dick that move. Is a... And then the insane thing to me is he doesn't tell her then. They yeah. meet, decide to meet tomorrow yes. at 2, which is crazy in a boat in a boat in a boat too in a boat in a boat in a one of those like little lovey-dovey fucking what is going on in this because then we have a we flash over to the car uh to a car the the car the car is rocking and i immediately assumed sexual intercourse was happening um we will come back to this we will come back to we can we do we have to wait to this wasn't that in the next can we handle this can we handle this now was that in the next episode or what it's revealed later, it's later that what is happening, so what's happening is, is the the couple that we were, that we were discussing yeah. before. Uh, one of them, basically, as they're leaving, for some reason, she gets in his car, and he is basically like, "You're really into me." She's like, "Not really, man," and tries to get out of the car. Yeah, he fucking rapes her. Rape on rape. screen. Episode one, rape on screen. Rape on screen. Episode one, they, rape on screen. But they, they show the car rocking, and then they say this later, but, like, fuck that. We gotta be real here. There's, that's rape. That's rape. That's fucking rape, Brad. Rape. That's what that is. Yeah. We, we go to the next day, where we get the whole premise of the show explained. Where, basically, there's some, some entity has made slave control machines. That are retainers. Right? The slave control retainers that you put in your mouth. Yeah. You put them in your mouth, and then if you make a bet or some something, and you lose, you become the other person's slave. Yeah. 
And there's all these various things. If you have one on, you can track them like in Darwin's game. We get a lot of the rules of it explained. So I'd, I'd like to just go over all this, what I'm going to be labeling slavery mechanics. Yes, slavery mechanics. Uh, just out of, the, out of the beginning. So it seems like if you're a, slaves can only temporarily own slaves. So if you're a slave and you win a bet, then whenever you go back to your master, your slave will transfer to them. It, there doesn't seem to be a time limit on slavery. It's just basically perpetual. It activates via, we explained this last episode, but basically it activates by stimulating the obligation portion of your brain. Yes. And if you're asking, what the fuck is the obligation portion of my brain? You are not Japanese. You're not Japanese. Congratulations. So, so, so Japan has convinced themselves that peer pressure is an inherent biological function in your brain. And, like, I've taken Japan Studies courses to know how this works, and, like, I know what they're doing, and it's a very bad metaphor for what they're doing. Because they can't, yeah, escape, they can't escape the reality that this is not a biological function. Th- by turning it into a biological function, it's so weird. Yeah. If you tried to activate this on, like, a sociopath, what would happen? Nothing. Like, if Gordon Gecko had one of these things, do you think he feels an obligation? No. No. He'd walk out. Yeah. Like, any, basically any American could easily just, while well, this is happening, just keep playing the game. Because he, what obligation? Yeah. Like, we don't have obligations. We won't, wear, we won't wear masks. Yeah. You think that, you think, that, what are you stimulating? Like, what are you stimulating? You're stimulating, like, a sense of obligation to others that, like, people just don't have. There's people who have it, and there's yeah. pe- there's not even it's not like a uniquely Japanese it's thing. It's not. There definitely collectivist societies like this, but it is not universal. No, and it's incredible to me that they imagine it is universal. Yeah, it is not. It, this is this is a nonsense, and uh, but basically the way it works is it stimulates it so to where you can't disobey them. Somehow it prevents you from giving commands that would cause the person to die like you if you're a master you can't command your slave to die slaves can't lie to their masters yeah slaves can't take the retainer out well they uh, can't they, they can temporarily but they need they feel they a need take to it, put it back in they feel a need to put it back in and the effects do not go away when it's taken away yeah somehow it's incredible and they're all putting this device and they also vibrate somehow when other retainers are nearby yes also, Which they, is show, they show up in a dog would be deeply back. uncomfortable. I need a dentist to come in and tell me, like, what the fuck's going on with that. Because, like, yeah. we're talking... Your teeth are valuable little fucking machines. And yeah. you, you're fucking talking about fucking putting a device in there that's just shivering and yawning them each way. Also... That's not great. Also, like, you usually have to take retainers out when you eat. Yeah, no, that's a good point. What if you have to wear... What if you have a different retainer you have to wear when you're asleep? Do you just wake up with a, a compulsive desire to put this retainer I back in? I think you might... I think your teeth are just fucked, amigo. Yeah? I think it's just like... This is anti-dental hygiene. The, like, I have very little respect for orthodontists as a profession. They basically kind of subsist off of, like, narcissistic beauty standards. to sell incredibly painful things. A lot of respect for regular dentists, but orthodontists, I don't have a lot of love for. Yeah. But they, at least you can say this about retainers and braces, they don't make you a slave. And I really hope the orthodontists of Japan in this universe are fucking furious about this shit. Yeah. 
They're just like trying to figure out why no one's wearing their fucking retainers anymore. And they like fucking go there and they check the retainers. They are wearing a retainer. They're wearing a different retainer. They're getting retainer and NTR. Yes. It's ridiculous. The whole premise of this show uh, is based on these like little retainer things. And they, they sort of roll the the stuff out slowly. Like I had questions like, does this work? How, how does this work? What happens if a slave wins? And they slowly answered most of the slave mechanics. Although, yeah. later on, we should, maybe should say this for later, but I just want to get all the slave stuff out of the way. A dog has one. Yeah. And wins a contest. And that's sort of the dramatic end of this, like, series yeah. of three episodes we watched. Again, this is spoilers up until the end of episode three. But they had dog, a dog uh, beats a guy. And so, if the dog is the master, that means they've got to... But, like, dogs can't communicate. Right, so how so, do you communicate in order if you're a dog? Because it's also shown that the slaves have basically unlimited free will outside of that. Yeah, as long as they're not under outside the order, of their they're restraint. just a person. An interesting wrinkle in all this is it does not, and I want you to keep this in mind it, when you listen to the show, it does not change their emotion. So they yeah. still feel the same way, which is incredibly fucked up. Yeah, but they also, but, they can't act on their emotions if they're pissed off. No, they cannot. So then he's explaining all this, and he reveals that his grand plan is he wants her to act as insurance in case he gets enslaved, and so that she will free him. Reminder, his only connection to her is that she's a friend of his ex-girlfriend. Yes. And she agrees to it. She has been given vast power over his life. It hasn't come up at all yet, but Jesus fucking Christ. It's quite the commitment. Do you remember what episode we were even on? Because we've covered... We're in episode one, theoretically. Because we have not ended episode yeah. one. Because we talked about the rape. We didn't talk about the result of the rape. Then coming back to the rape, to sort of demonstrate how this system works, the young lady who was a victim of sexual assault... I'm sorry, sexual assault survivor. Sexual assault survivor. Uh, d- does not cope. I mean, I, again, I, I just... I, you know, I just want to be very clear. This is not... Real life sexual assault is not funny. Yeah, it's not funny. Um, if you get sexual assaulted, police call the police. Um, actually, you know, maybe call like a sexual assault helpline too, because they might be more help with your specific scenario, and they'll tell you what to say to the police. But like, yeah, yeah, get help. Like, definitely get help. Yeah, get help. The one thing they listen, and however you made, it, however you gotta deal with that shit, uh, it's traumatic. You know, we're all walking our own path. The I'm not here to lecture you. The one thing I am here to say is what you definitely should not do is find a fucking retainer off the dark web that will let you enslave your rapist. Yeah. Because that is what this woman decides to do. She dresses all sexy, goes to his pachinko machines, which is obviously where he is because he's a loser in Japan and they all go to pachinko machines as far as I know. Yeah. And she's like, hey, uh, let's have a gamble. Put this retainer on. And he's like, okay, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, it makes gambling feel better, apparently, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, If you win this gamble, I will have sex with you. Yeah. And if I win, then I get $10,000. And interestingly, his mate, his, once he realizes that she might just want sex, he instantly calls her a slut in his head. Yes. Which is amazing because he is a rapist. He's a rapist. The lowest form of human life. Yes. And so he agrees to this and the gamble is very basic it's who can win the mo- who can have the most pachinko machines in a, a b- pachinko balls in an hour 
And then she reveals at the end that she had already been playing the whole day and had won a shitload of pachinko machines. So now he is her slave. Yeah, so she she implied that it was within the hour. when With her statement, whoever can win the most in the hour, to me, would mean you can't do this. But to her, and somehow to him, she can do this. Yeah, she sort of loopholes him. Yeah. And then he loses and becomes her slave. Later on, they show her standing on top of his naked body. Uh, punching himself repeatedly yeah. as she commands him to. So she, her, her, she has a like a slave, and her first thought is stop hitting yourself. Also, by the way, by the way, enslaving your rapist, not a good response. I gotta say, because here's the here's a lot of my issues with enslaving your rapist, is if you enslave your rapist, you are that's a personal connection to him. Yeah, you can't like you, you, you want to get away from the rapist. You want your rapist out of your life. You want your rapist in jail. Cut, cut him out. Cut your rapist out of your life. You go to therapy you want to, you want to, to jail, not think you want about. Away. You go to therapy to not think about your rapist anymore because you get because you get like super PTSD. So she sort of handled this in a deeply unhealthy way. Yes. Like, what does she want from him? Because like a lot of it seems to imply that a lot of people are trying to get sex, basically. Yes. So far, everyone, no one has been using their slaves for monetary gain yet. Which, yeah, no, she was just wanting vengeance, which is, like, fun for a bit, but, like, like, what are you gonna do with the guy? Yeah. Like, what are you gonna, like, there's no silver mine you can send him to. Yeah. And that's sort of our first introduction to the system, and, and I don't know if I said this, but the master can free the slave. The master can free the slave, which, you know, yeah, I mean, theoretically, in all slavery, the master could do that. It depends. American oh, yeah. slavery no, there, near the there end. Was, yeah, it was literally illegal in American slavery, right? Near the end. Yeah. Not always. Not always. You used to be able to free the slave. Then you could. And then they were like, uh, no. Yeah. We invented racial-based slavery. We did. We sort of move on to our next cast of characters. We sort of abandoned her completely. Frankly, I don't really want to know what's going on. That's a weird relationship. We move on to the next person, who is sort of drawn as, like, her character design... She has the Trinibu eye patch. And for reference, all these characters look like they're in their 20s, basically. Yeah, they all do. And I think they all are supposed to be in their 20s, because one of them says they're yeah, 20. So we, have, we only discuss one... We discuss main, main slaver man's age, and it's his 20. Yeah. I think they're all supposed to be around that age. I think, I think, I think maybe the big rapist dude is older than 20. Yeah, he might be older. Yeah. We move on to our next group. Is there sort of a Trinibu type girl? She looks like a, like an otaku. Oh, yeah, this is She's episode. This is episode of, like, two. Gothic... This is episode two started. Yeah, now we've moved on to episode two. Sort of gothic Lolita kind of outfit. She's at a hostess bar. At a host bar. Yeah, she's oh, not at a. She's at a host. A host bar. bar. Host, host bar. Male host. She and. She spent a lot of money on this guy. She's made him the number one host, apparently. Yeah. And. This sort of relationship seems very toxic. She's basically a simp. She's basically a, f- a femme simp. She's a femme simp. Is her. Yes. And uh, she found out that despite being a tier three sub, uh, he has a fucking girlfriend. Yeah, he has a girlfriend. Uh, oh, actually, she finds out. She finds it out later. She does. She so so she. Okay, so the first thing that happens is uh, he tells her to do intentionally lose a rock paper scissors match. Yeah. But then she betrays him because she she knew about the SCM. From the internet. Yes. Which just sort of makes me, like, think, where are they talking about the SCM? Like, what, how is it coming up? Are they on Japanese Twitter, just like, hashtag SCM? 
how do you talk about this in a way that sounds normal? Yeah. Like, hey, I heard cool rumors about like, slavery. I guess, I guess they were implying it's like the dark web or something. No, they weren't. They were. Like, this net. is net. So, like, this is just like I went on. I Where went, are they like, talking this about? Just like, this? oh, I went on. I went on Wikipedia and I just looked up SCF. No, I don't think they're talking. Like, I assume they're on like Two Chan or well, whatever. Because you can buy them on for money online. Yeah, apparently they were going for ten dollars originally, and now there's they're upselling. They're upselling them for, them for like, like a million dollars, basically. And it doesn't really make any sense. But okay, who made them? I assume we will find out. I hope we find out because if they just don't explain it, that's wild. That's wild is the government is it illegal to do this? Yeah. Cuz a lot of people are wearing them. A lot of people are wearing them. There's been no effort as far as I can tell from the government to stop this from happening. Yeah. Uh at least Darwin's game did us the service of just saying, "Uh, mind control." Yeah. Uh sir, sir, let me explain. All the police, all also, the like, it's this all is, mind this control. Is, this is going it aside but this is something that was making me so angry every single character's surname their family name is just a neighborhood in tokyo yeah that was really weird and so like that's not common in japan right it's, it's the, like, like these names exist but for every character to have one is deeply weird Okay, so it's not as weird as if my name was like Tom Manhattan. No, it would not be that weird. But it's like it's like every single person you meet as a character has like like was like named George Washington. Yeah, like they all had Thomas names that are place names, Jefferson. and they're all place names in the same city, right? We got like which is it's very intense. It's like we got like Shinjuku and Chuo, which are like two major districts in Tokyo, right? And we have. Uh, yeah. Nakano, which is another district in Tokyo. They're all, I looked it up. They're all districts in Tokyo. Yeah, they're all wards, They're right? all wards. They're all wards. It, it seems wild to me. Is it, is it supposed to be deep? I don't know. Or is he just lazy? Is he just lazy in doing this? I, like, maybe, I, this maybe, like maybe it's supposed of... to represent the culture from a specific ward. That seems crazy. That would be absolutely insane. Uh, if you could write us about the intention of that, feel free yeah, to send if, your email yeah. to badanimepodcast at gmail.com. Yes. This is easily the most perplexing anime that I think we're going to be reviewing on this show. It's not like, it's, I don't know if it's the weirdest anime I've ever seen, but it's, it's, uh, it's genuinely hard it's to talk about. It's deeply problematic. It def- deeply problematic. It defies discussion. It makes me feel bad when I talk about yeah. it. Yeah. I would just kind of like to say as we're going into this, just like, don't do rape. Don't rape. Don't do slavery. Don't do slavery. Anti-rape, uh, anti-rape abolitionists. As we get back to this topic, again, just stop doing it. Yeah. This anime sort of goes some places. And so the girls found out about it, so she actually wins the thing. Yes. And the guy is like, how oh, no. The guy, the guy fell slave. for the most obvious trap. I don't understand why he didn't think this could happen. Yeah. And then she asks him, she finds out that he doesn't actually love her. I yeah. can't believe I can't believe the man work. you were paying to say she's he loved you. A fucking doesn't love you. She's been subbed for months. Yes. She made her the number one hostess on Twitch a host on Twitch. It's fucking it's an un- unbelievable betrayal in her eyes. She finds out that he has a girlfriend, uh, whose name is Julia. Yes. Which will come up later. It's gonna come up later. And don't worry. Then it turns out that uh, basically he was—he just wanted to enslave her to get money out of her. Yeah. 
and then he despises her. Yeah, and basically uh, his plan was to enslave her so that instead of having to do his job, she would just give him the money. Yeah, which is, I guess, fair. I don't, I mean, like, I... Like I like this is a weird situation. I mean, it yeah. was not fair. I mean, not I guess fair. like it's makes awful. sense. Yeah, but, I I guess it makes sense. I, like, sorry. Yeah. Uh, but like the thing that's really weird to me about this is, is it sort of presents as a scenario where I was like, is she gonna be the like the good slave owner? Because like she was put in this situation where unlike the main characters who, mind you, are seeking out slaves. And concocting schemes to acquire human fucking beings. Yes. Right? She was sort of put on a life or death situation on the spot. She either had to win or she would be enslaved, right? There was really no way around this for her to not be a Because what she could theoretically have done would have won and then just said, I free you. Don't do that. Slavery's bad. Although she did put it on. Yeah. Which, but like, again, I feel like once you're like, I'm gonna enslave you, you can't really, you kinda, again, slavery is still bad and you shouldn't enslave people at all. Yeah. Maybe tell the police. Where are the cops? Where are the cops? The cops were actually in Darwin's game. It's kind of amazing because this entire series is just going to be us screaming for police officers like, we're politicians yes. in the middle of, like, the 1980s. Yeah. Like, every single episode is going to be... It's like this like crack epidemic, but for slavery. Yes. We need fucking men on the street. Like, we are, men and we are both, on the we are street both out fucking, here saying Biden crime bill right now. We need a crime bill to stop the anime slavery, <laughs> we need folks. Anime <laughs> slavery, anime death It's gone games. too far. Yeah. Like, we need cops. We need police. We need cops. Where are the cops? Are they in on it? Uh, they must be in on it, but like, cause like, just again, like they're, they're just so ineffective. There's no way, like, there's two. Who made this? But again, uh, we're we we must continue. We must onward. continue on, which we can't stop. We can't stop. There, there is we're no. The, there is no. Not even at the dumbest bit yet. There's no brakes on the train. So then. She moves in with him immediately. He yes. has a he has a fairly nice apartment. He does actually. I don't know how he affords that on like a host club salary, but he does. He was the number one host, so yeah. But those guys are notorious for not being paid very well. She was work. Oh, sorry, I almost skipped the the kind of latest bit. Oh yeah, so there she, was kind of latest. Like, yes. On screen kind of latest. She's like, she's like, you're. I had to work three jobs to afford you, which is incredible. That's amazing. And then said. That her surely, basically that her surely pussy worked it so been hard to just install Tinder. She said her pussy worked hard for him. Yeah, no. So, so like, so she was prostituting herself, and then she commanded. I assume that's what she meant, yeah. but like, there's not a lot of other pussy jobs I can think of. Yeah, but maybe she was just like a stripper. That that I have no earthly idea. I have no. They never explain what she did, but yeah, it's bad. It was three jobs. Yeah, and she worked three jobs, and so then he had to perform kind of like this on it. Then she moves in. Uh, he still has his ex girlfriend shit in his in his stuff. So he, she's like, "You gotta get rid of that shit." And so he's like, he's not happy with this. So, but then he does it. Yeah. Uh, our main characters enterprisingly find the, the these two idiots do not know about the app where you can see everyone with the thing on. So they're just wandering around with the enslave me thing it, beacon, just yeah. broadcasting to everyone. Yes. So our main characters find them at the host club and are like, "Yo." 
fucking duel me like they're fucking the pharaoh from Yu-Gi-Oh. And so then they fucking do. They fucking agree to duel them for some reason. Yeah. Uh, because she asks her slave, do you think this is a good idea? And then takes him at face value. Yes. Then listens to a plan he concocted, which causes them to lose immediately. Yeah. And then they become uh, his slave, yeah, I think. It, it genuinely didn't dawn on her that this, this could happen. They, I don't know how, like, team slaves work. Because it seems like... I think that... Because if they both had the retainers, who would go to who? Would it be split evenly? I don't I know. I don't know, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, but, that's right. We've uh, we reached the topic. Collective slave ownership. Collective slave ownership is sort of a, a challenging subject to, to imagine. Yeah. I actually made notes... But I haven't been using them that much. Yeah. Uh, but again, we continue onward. And so it's it's kind of strange what happens. Because then they... She's sort of amazed that uh, her slave did not love her. Despite the fact that he told her that earlier. Yeah. He told her that. And it said in the manual, like... There's, there's a manual, by the way, for the slavery machine. And it says... It, it says you, it can't interface with their emotions. Yeah, it can't, it can't change your emotions. You. So, like, if they don't love you, they don't love you. They just feel obligated to do whatever you say. Yeah. And so this this sort of uh, causes her to have an outbreak and say, "Like, you're mine. You belong to me." And then he's like, "No," and then slaps her. Yeah. Which uh, not great. Not great. And then he sort of realizes that he's sort of in a he's not in a great situation, and then. At, like basically, the the main character's like, "Hey, stop doing that. Go back to your normal lives. Do whatever. Like, just don't duel anyone." Yes. Is so? Do we go straight to Julia after this? Do we wait? Because then afterwards, he apo- he apologizes to the girl he, who enslaved him for slapping her. Yes. Uh, this is Sayu. No, no, no. We go. Sayu. We go straight to Julia. Julia's in this episode, so we go straight to Julia. We go straight to fucking Julia. So he's sort of like reminiscing on how he met Julia and how he, she was a great broad and how he loved her and how she was the thing that brought meaning in his life. And he hated that slavery made her throw out, made him throw out all her things. It's also implied that the whole reason he wanted more money is that he wanted to like, part of the, re- he doesn't, he feels worse now that he has a real girlfriend. Yeah. About having to suck up to her, I think was sort of the implication. So Julia shows up and she's like, Hold my hand forever, or you lose. And this guy's a dumbass, so he says, "Yeah, yeah." And then he, she reveals that she's already been enslaved, and she has, she just hasn't been wearing the the retainer, so he wouldn't know. Right. And then he accidentally made a retainer bet, causing him to be enslaved to a slave. Where you find out that he has now been enslaved to her master. Also, you can just take slaves. Like this is obligation just transfers completely. Yeah, it transfers completely. He has no obligation to to them at all. And then we cut from that, uh, like, basically, it's, it's sort of like an NTR-type situation where she reveals that she's been, she's now owned by uh, this character who is, has some sort of title or something. Yeah. Was it, like, Cherry Dragon or something? I don't know. I don't know. She's got a tattoo. She's, she's, she's got a tattoo. His name is, like, Dragon or something. She's got a tattoo of a cherry blossom. Like, very strange. Like, this show is incredibly horny. This, honestly, that, the bit where she reveals her tattoo... Was way was way more horny somehow than the actual sex act. Yes, it was. Like that, 
they were like, look, look, I've been owned. And it's like, oh, this is weird. This is weird. Uh, so if any of this is like your fetish, like one, seek therapy. Two, well, buckle up to this show because I imagine you're going to have a lot better time than we did. Yeah, we had a very bad time. Now, I'm a, I'm a deeply weird person. Yeah? This show is, no. No. This show is too weird for you? This show is, no, this show does not do it for me. This show is, this show is beyond what anyone should tolerate. Yeah, no, it's definitely a little bit like I'm not here to kink shame, but but I am here to say get a, help. Slavery is not a kink. Not not shame, help. Because it's not like, again, like I understand it, it's you know it's it's fiction, it's not real. I'm not like a, like I don't want to get into all the shit because like it's weeaboos who will presumably if anyone ever does listen to our podcast, we're going to get fucking mad emails about free speech or whatever. We are, yes. And I'm not saying it should be illegal to make this. However, what I'm also saying is that... I am saying it's deeply strange. Deeply strange weird. Strange and, weird like and you shouldn't do it. <laughs> you shouldn't. That's the thing. And, like, I don't know, like, exactly what's going on uh, in, in the world to where this got a big enough budget to get an anime adaptation... Um, but, apparently, I did look at the Wikipedia again, and let me tell you that apparently the circulation of the light novel is fairly large. 3.2 million copies in print. Is it... Who is the target audience? Because, like, it, it does seem like it's not necessarily men. It was it was put out as a light novel. Oh, so it was originally... So, like, so the, there was originally a, a web novel before it was picked up as a light novel that was published, as, that was published in three volumes... Then it was followed by a side story, then a sequel, then a second sequel. A squeakquel, you say? Yeah, so there's so there's there's a threequel along with a side story. They made a manga about it because it was so popular. And then they made a live action TV show about it. Yeah, I kinda get the vibe that this might be aimed more at adult women. This might be aimed at adult women. I'm not entirely sure. I'm on not that, sold on but... that. I do not want to demean the woman of this world. But, but uh, is this is this targeted at you? Please let us know. If you are the target audience for this show, I'd be very curious who the fuck you are. Yes. Um. So then there was the live action film of this, and then finally we got to our point, the anime. Yeah. So this is the point at which it sort of got across our radar. So again, we we sort of had him enslaved. The main characters quickly deduce that he has been stolen away from them and then leaves him. Yes. Uh, because they know that he's a spy. Yeah. Is that the end of this episode? Yeah, that was the end of this episode. The next episode has nothing to do with these characters. It does have something to do with Julia. Uh, Julia appears. She's the only one from a previous episode also, to appear in the next episode. If you've been paying attention to all of the characters mentioned in our story, there's a character you would assume would not appear again. And that is the... The ex-boyfriend's b- new boyfriend. The fake boyfriend. Yes. Yes, he returns. He returns with one of his... Why? Sh- we don't know why. I do not know. He has a shitty friend who tries to roofie someone. Well, not tries. He successfully roofies someone. It's not great. It's not good. Also, yeah, third, attempted sexual assault. We don't go an episode without some sort of form of sexual assault happening... Being we, we sort of we need to get back on chronological. We do need to get back time. in the chronological order. We need to obey Father Time's commands. Yes, things need to start at the beginning. We need to start at the beginning. We return to the beginning. Yeah, there is a princess 
cosplay cafe in the style of maid cafes yes. with Ojo Sama type Ojo ladies who go ho 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 who oh ho ho at you. I would pay for this. Oh, ho, ho. I would absolutely pay for this. Um, you are a piece of shit garbage man. I am, but I'm also not the target audience for this show. Yeah, there's people worse than you. Yes. So then we, we sort of enter into a bizarre space where we have a character who's introduced here, who is the princess. The princess, yes. And then uh, a young man desperately asks to be her servant. She turns him down. He's wearing glasses. It's difficult to make out his features. Then she gets off her shift. She remarks that she's bored and doesn't have much to do to tomorrow. A pretty young girl comes up to her and is like, like she looks like she's not like I don't want to like say too young. Like she looks like a young woman. Yeah. Not, not a young girl. But younger than, than this girl. And it's like, please let me be your slave. Yes. Just weird. A weird thing to say. And then they try to to make a, a bet based on who can get these two men, may, the ex-boyfriend's boyfriend and another man who's just introduced, yeah. to spend more money on them. Yes. And then they go on a variety of debts of dates, and they like spend a bunch of money. There's cosplay involved. It looked like a pretty good time. They're they're kind of having a good time. Then they go, they meet a dog on the way. Yeah. Uh, the the older girl gives the dog some food. Yes. Then, as you said, they get the older girl gets roofie. She gets roofie. Uh, um. Then she wakes up realizing she lost the bet. And she has become a slave. Yes. And then it's revealed that the master uh, is a man. Yeah. It seems like that's not like a like a transgender situation. It's, not, it's just it's uh, just he, Japanese does, cross-dressing. It's just a thing. cross-dressing Again, man. Completely normalized gender role in Japan. Not a sign of a transsexual inherently, unless they say they are trans. Amazing. Uh, so then they are sort of chilling in the park. And I don't think that our our young man was gonna get up to too much shenanigans, but we will we'll never fucking we'll know. We'll never know because big man comes. A big scary man shows up, and he's like, "Are you the master?" And he picks up the the older, yeah, uh, girl who, and just beats the shit out just of beats her. Beats the shit out of her. Yeah. It's, it's, until she agrees that it's a fist fight, and then loses the fist fight. Yeah. Uh, and then she he thinks that he is enslaved. The, the young cross-dressing boy, uh, but he is not because the cross-dressing boy was the master. Yes. So he runs away, uh, meets Julia, who's like, hey, uh, come with me. Go- gets in a van yeah. with Julia, who, uh, who has a friend who's like wearing a suit. And he's like, this is my helper. They're like, all right, so if we help uh, you rescue her, we win. And the person, the idiot agrees, not knowing what this is going to do. Yeah. And they drive up to rescue the girl, and a dog is going fucking, the same dog is just going fucking ballistic on the big guy's nuts, causing him to lose. And that's the climactic end. And that's sort of interesting because if, if it is a bet, then potentially Julia could lose. If, if, if she can't fulfill the obligation, Julia will lose, right? Yeah. And if it's taken as like, oh, well, uh, I helped you anyway because I drove you over here, uh, so it still counts, then then he'll become a slave as well. But either way, they're both, both the girl and the, the 
big muscular men are going to be enslaved to a dog. Yeah, and also unless the dog has a master. The only way to unenslave them from the dog would be for the dog to verbally say they are no longer enslaved, and it's a dog. Yeah, I don't understand how a dog can understand the concept of losing. Yeah. I don't understand how a dog can agree to a bet. Unless it's a very smart dog. Yeah. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. This whole dog business has entered... Do dogs have an obligation portion of their brain? I... I guess. Oh, and the one thing that we have not mentioned is the main characters know that the person who now owns Julia is a... Uh, serial torturer and they look at basically some nudes of Julia online getting tortured which is not great so basically he's like been torturing people Julia seems super fucking into him though Julia seems to think he's the fucking bee's fucking knees Yeah. and so that's sort of a strange thing I am amazed that we did manage to get through this as quickly as we did Yeah. We, we, I, we, going into this this, I was so concerned yeah, we how were, we were going to talk about this. Yeah, because we thought it was either going to be really short or really, really long. And it still might be long. It might be long. I don't we're know not if I'm done, but like, also, like, I think... That's it. Like, that's the end of the show. Like, that's the end of the three episodes. We don't actually have a lot of discussion because this show is a lot. Yeah, we did kind of cover a lot of it. I don't know. Again, if you have any emails, uh, yes. feel free to send them to badanimepodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, we are planning on watching episodes four through six uh, within the next week. Yes. I don't know if I would recommend that you would watch this anime. I think it's a more adult kind of show. It's aimed at an older crowd. It might be adult men, might be adult women. I don't know. But whoever it is, they're fucking horny, dude. Yeah. They are incredibly they're horny. They're real horny. And I don't really know uh, where this show is going. Uh, it's sort of a, it had an ensemble kind of cast so far, running around, doing whatever. So far, the main character girl has not done anything. Yeah, so far she has not. She's just existed. I assume the, the big climactic battle will be with the, the guy who owns Julia. Yeah, the guy we haven't seen yet who owns Julia. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's been wild. Yeah, it's been Looking it's been forward to... Being done with this show, but yeah. that requires us to watch this show. Yeah. If you have any suggestions for what anime we should watch, feel free to send them to badanimepodcast at gmail.com. Ironically, one of our requirements is that it is interesting beyond just being horny. Yeah. Which, uh, so, is this interesting which, beyond horny? I mean, it's definitely a lot going on. There's a lot going on here. More, it's, it's a lot of horny, but also the slavery... This again, slavery is bad. Slavery is bad. Abolitionist podcast. Slavery was not a choice. Uh, if Kanye is listening, Kanye is not a choice. Kanye, you were wrong. Kanye, you're wrong. And fucking Jesus is King is a shitty fucking album. Yeah. You haven't had like a good album since Jesus. Life of Pablo is not good. Closing. Fuck slavery. Fuck anime. And fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. Also, don't rape people. Don't rape people. Do not rape people. We're signing off now.